Alright, well, welcome back once again. This will be uh, the final episode of the Kyle Style Podcast, at least for 2015. Gotta f get some more research done and revamp some things, and uh, we'll be back as soon as 2016 comes on, because it has been quite a long year. Um, did quite a few episodes here in the last uh, quarter of uh, 2015. So today, I want to talk about uh, something that's been making arounds uh, on the social medias there, on the Twitters and the, the Facebooks. This, uh, this story about the uh, in Japan, this uh, giant squid that's been caught on film and looking into this you know you've probably seen this posted everywhere but uh you know you look at the video and it maybe is it's a little hard to tell the scale but this this particular giant squid was uh a little over 12 feet long now giant squid can grow as large as like 43 feet i mean so um you know so like four times the size of that one I don't know if that means just the legs, or like the tentacles get longer, or if the body also scales up, right? Because then, then you're talking about a monster, a huge monster. And this is fascinating, of course, because these things tend to live really deep. Uh, we don't see them that often. And up until fairly recently, we didn't even know, know that they exist. I think the first time they were captured on film was back in like 2010 or something like that. So, they they basically are like a kraken, right? They're a, a, like a monster of legend that lives in the deep and probably eats whatever it wants, right? They're, what I was reading about was um, that there have been scars on large, like, whales that were, you know, sucker patterns, and they couldn't figure out what it was that was causing this. They thought that maybe it was like a disease or something like that. But what it was was that these whales were tangling with giant squid that were trying to kill them. So think of a, a giant squid trying to kill a whale. And then think about how soft and fleshy uh, a little person is if they wanted a, a, little, a little snack. But so this, uh, this particular you know, news story here in this incident, for me, brings up uh, a particular... Uh, kind of bone-chilling fear. And this fear is actually, it has a name, it's called thalassophobia. Okay? Thalassophobia. Which is like a fear of deep water. In some sense, it's a specifically a fear of the ocean, but um, it's not to be confused with hydrophobia. Hydrophobia is like when you're afraid of drinking water, Right? or liquids, or you're, like, afraid of touching liquids. Thalassophobia is a fear of water, the uh, the depth of it, the, ex the emptiness of it, and what can be in the water. Now, my particular, uh, uh, call it strain of thalassophobia, doesn't exactly have to do with the fact that there are, of course, as you can see, giant squids. There are uh, 
there are large octopus that can attack you. Uh, I don't know if that's common, but I know there are large octopus that could hurt you. Uh, sharks and even you know, sometimes whales and things can be a little aggressive to humans. And there's jellyfish, uh, sea snakes, uh, large eels and stuff that could, could go after you. Uh, there's even like poisonous coral and stuff like that in the ocean. But I'm not actually afraid of those things. Um, I, like realistically you should be, but you know, of course it's a phobia. The less a phobia is a phobia, so it doesn't necessarily have to be logical. Um, my specific fear is about these giant sea monsters that we don't necessarily know about. Um, you know, if giant squids are real, then maybe there's friggin' dinosaurs, you know, uh, swimming around down there. Maybe there's just horrific nightmarish. If you ever seen like an angler fish, right? And they have the little light on a stem in front of their face. It, we don't even know what's down there. There's weird alien stuff down there. There could be all kinds of nightmarish creatures that would love to come up and take a bite out of you. Um, and this, this, this fear I have is very mild, of course. So let me, if you're being realistic, I have it. I'm hesitant to jump into dark water, not just because I can't necessarily see the bottom, so I don't know if there's rocks or whatever like that. Um, I don't like being in the water when there's no one else around. I, I only really like being in the water when there's other people there. Um, but again, my fear is it also applies to lakes and rivers, too. Less so than the ocean, I think. But, I, I mean, I grew up I grew up in the, the 90s, right? So it was the time of the Discovery Channel was like the channel you watch when you wanted to learn stuff. And they've gotten a little out of hand recently, but it used to be occasionally was uh, Arthur C. Clarke's Mysteries or you'd find an episode of In Search Of on cable, right? And it was like Leonard Nimoy hosts the In Search Of, In Search Of Bigfoot. And it it was entertaining semi-documentary about an uh, unknown phenomenon. But there was always the Loch Ness Monster shows. And Loch Ness is famous for this. There's other lakes around the world that have uh, alleged, you know, lake monsters in them. Uh, you got Loch Ness, like Ogopogo, uh, up in, uh, it's Lake Okanagan, which is up in British Columbia. Has, uh, you know, uh, the... Ogopogo, I think is the name of the monster. You have uh, Lake Champlain, allegedly had Champ. And of course, like all unexplained phenomenon or crypt, uh, cryptozoological creature, mystery creatures, there's never any good photos and there's never any good video and they do radar on the, the lake and they never find it. But this, the fear and the concept of the idea is still there. And it creeps me out. <laughs> it creeps me out. Something fierce. Especially considering that there are, you know, giant boa constrictors and stuff like that. Anacondas that do kill people. And they like to be in the water. Uh, there are things like giant saltwater crocodiles, which would definitely eat a person. And normal crocodiles go after people. Uh, but again, like, I'm not, I'm not afraid of those things we know about. 
if I was in the water with the great white coming towards me, then yeah, I'd be afraid of the great white. But that's not my fear before I go into the water. Okay, now, call me insane, of course. But there's also another fear, which is of something even more outlandish, right? Which is, like, merfolk. And I don't mean uh, uh, a cute redhead with a fishtail who falls in love with me kind of mermaid. I'm talking about the sort of the accounts that if you if you look up sort of the, you know, at least alleged real encounters with mermaids, there are ones where they uh, attack small boats and they're not like a person. They're like a, I mean, they, they have, they're a humanoid of some kind, but they're like the creature from the Black Lagoon, you know, big old black like fish eyes and they are aggressive and they're like a monster. You wouldn't want to encounter one of those. And if you were in the water with it, That'd be like, you know, them coming on land. They would be uh, out of their element on land. You go in the water in their territory, and you could, you know, be having to tangle with an underwater aquatic ape creature. Okay, now I know that you're like, but, Kyle, that's insane. And I agree, I know. Uh, but, yes. There's also, I mean, other creatures like the, uh, of, of legend and myth, like the Rasulka. Now, a Rasulka uh, is a ghost, you know? It's like a ghost of a, typically a young woman, who uh, appears out of the water and, you know, tempts young men to come help her get out of the water. And then she drowns them. <laughs> Uh, I think I think that there might be other names for this uh, creature, but or this uh, myth, but the Rizalka is the name I know, and it comes from you know Eastern European myth. But in another in in another sort of variation on that, you could have that Rizalka being sort of like a merfolk person that is, uh, you know, it's it's not really a person; it's some kind of freakish monster. And this is all incredibly, you know, tantalizing and interesting, right? Like, ah, but there's these, this is sort of maybe another civilization of weird humanoid creatures that all live just out of sight in the depths of the water. And then they would, you know, occasionally they would snatch a swimmer, right? They'll come up and drag you down with their webbed hands and, ugh, God, it's just terrifying. Okay, but. One of the main one of the main points here is that we just don't know what's going on underwater. The oceans. I mean, we we've got cables running across some pipelines. We've dig we dug, dug tunnels underneath them. We have submarines cruising the depths at all times. But it's just like a mystery. I mean, uh, James Cameron took his you know little custom built deep sub down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. The, one of the first times that a manned vehicle went that deep. And that was, what, like f four years ago or something like that? Five years ago? So, the the the, the submersiverse, I don't know what you call it, the uh, undersea universe has all kinds of really uh, mysteries basically 
just has all kinds of mysteries, including up until, you know, recently, again, the giant squid. And then you finally capture it on film, and there it is, the 20,000 leagues under the sea, they're getting attacked by giant squids. It was, uh, you know, it's on those old maps, right? Like uh, in the ocean, there's a ship getting pulled down by a giant squid or uh, a kraken, right? And it, and it turns out to be real, you know? Uh, it turns out to be real. Now, I'm not saying merfolk are real. That's probably most certainly not real. I really, I really hope that it's not real because that would be really freaky. But again, my thalassophobia isn't that strong right like if i really think about it i can get really freaked out if you start thinking about there being Loch Ness monsters swimming around in the lake you know while you're trying to kneeboard um i remember the stories on uh, flathead lake in montana with allegedly had a like a sea serpent in there uh going in flathead lake again like i said i'm fine when there's other people there but I can't help but think of there being a creature cruising through the depths of, of that lake. And it just, it creeps me out. It creeps me out something fierce. Uh, but, but I'm able to control my thalassophobia because, uh, I guess because we don't know those are real, right? I mean, we just don't, that, that's not really real. So I'm able to handle it, especially if there's other people there, which, of course, generally, I feel like people are kind of afraid of water, right? I mean, you, you can't, you can drown in water. You, you just have to be a couple inches under, the, I could drown you in a sink, you know, <laughs> I could drown you in a bucket. Uh, if you just can't breathe or you breathe in too much water, it's done, right? So being in, submerged or completely adrift in a large body of water, you can't swim to shore, or there's no shore in sight, there's no boat, you don't have a life jacket, you don't have a boat, uh, you know, uh, inflatable or anything. You're kind of really screwed, never mind predators, right? Uh, so water is sort of frightening for human beings. We're not meant for the water, we're meant for the land, right? Um but yeah, like I, I'm able to control it in a sense that, uh, you know, I've been snorkeling in Hawaii, right? I've been scuba diving in the Sea of Cortez um, and just, you know, swimming off Maui. And you know, right, you know that there are sharks, there are jellyfish, uh, you can just get stung by a jellyfish and it will really, really hurt, uh, if you were on your own, you didn't have help nearby and you got stung by a jellyfish, you could really be in trouble if it paralyzes you a little bit, causes you to panic, uh, you know, that kind of thing, so these things really are a danger, but man, I, I dove right in, you know, dove right in a Maui, snorkeling around, there's manta rays, um, people looking at seeing eels in caves, which is partially exactly what I'm talking about. An eel big enough is basically a sea serpent, and that's terrifying. But they're, they, when you see them in the wild, they're just real creatures, you know, you just look at them, and you don't mess with them, they don't mess with you, and there's, you're just kind of in their world. So those thoughts drop away, um, the thoughts of dangerous or weird mythological creatures and all that sort of drops away, and 
what you're left with is the enjoyment of swimming, uh, you know, scuba diving, being out on the ocean, that kind of thing. And, uh, but I imagine that since there's a term for this, the that it's kind of like arachnophobia. Like, I don't like spiders, and they make me cringe, and they can kind of make me, make me get chills. But if I see one, I can even put a cup over it, and I can toss it out, right? I can, I can, or I can just squash it, right? I guess there are people with severe arachnophobia where they just couldn't, uh, they just can't even. Uh, they, they would freeze up, they would panic, they wouldn't be able to handle it. I could understand not being able to handle deep water, right? But in some sense, you it's just like spiders. You're going to encounter spiders, you got to handle it. You're going to encounter bodies of water, you got to handle it, right? Because you're a human being, you're not the first person to go in the water, uh, you are not likely to encounter the Loch Ness Monster. Or the crazy sea serpents, or anything like that. At least that's what you tell yourself. Is <laughs> what you tell yourself, so that you can enjoy, you know, the scuba diving or fishing or whatever it is that you're doing. <sighs> so yeah, I don't know. I think that I think that's that's all I gotta say. Uh, giant squid are real. Maybe krakens are real. Lends credence the possibility that there's other crazy creatures down there. Loch Ness monster, plesiosaurs, sea serpents, all that other nightmare nightmarish shit. Uh, merfolk are down there, uh, you know, have an undersea, you know, whatever's, and and it's all terrifying. But you gotta you gotta go have fun and you gotta go swimming because it's fun and you're not gonna encounter these creatures or we would have seen them by now, right? Um, but then again, those giant squids, we just caught them. Maybe you know, maybe the merfolk are clever, more clever than that, right? Uh, maybe maybe Nessie is down there, but she just stays down super deep. Uh, you know, ah, go go swimming, go go scuba diving, go snorkeling. Uh, get out there and don't be afraid uh, to any of the thassalophobics out there. Don't be afraid. Go in the water. You're gonna be fine. Bring a friend, and you're not gonna get attacked by a giant squid in a freshwater lake. So think about that. Keep that in mind, and. Uh, yeah, but watch out for giant squids, right? Because, I mean, giant squid might actually try to eat you. <laughs> God, I'm so helpful, aren't I? This has been, this has been Phobia Therapy with the Kyle Style Podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, this is uh, the last podcast of 2015. Hey, we made it through another year. I don't know what it means, but next year's an election year. It's going to be a disaster. Um, happy New Year to all the listeners out there. Uh, Thassalophobics, keep working on it. You know, go start with a kiddie pool. Get in the kiddie pool and then work your way up to a swimming pool and work your way up, you know, until you're, uh, you're swimming in the Pacific Ocean. All right, I believe in you. Uh, thanks again for uh, downloading the Kyle Style podcast. Give me a stream, give me a listen, uh, share me around, and go to the GoFundMe page, throw me a dollar, and next year we'll meet back up and you'll listen to me talk some more and hopefully learn something. At least more than just Kyle's insane 
and uh, spews babbling nonsense. Hopefully I bring you actual useful information as well. All right. Happy New Year. Good night and good luck.